Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now I want to see that speaker with you and the speaker with me. So good. Bueno. Just like don't move the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Third and Birdie and Perishing with Radio... Oh, I feel weird calling myself Radio. You're a radio DJ extraordinaire. Thank <laughs> you. And... Me! What am I? Tired teddy bear. I'm such a tired teddy bear, that's fair. Slash. Supermodels. Yes! Sophie Lyons. All I want. Whoop whoop. Welcome back, girls. Third and Birdie and Perishing is current girly affairs podcast. We are chatting about what you're chatting about. Uh, around toilet cubicles. Actually, sorry, sorry to interrupt. At the weekend, I was talking in a toilet cubicle with someone, and then we came out, and the person she was talking about was there. There were those toilets where it was like the door was kind of sealed up. She could definitely hear us, and because uh, I didn't know the person. And they were in the and toilet. And then they were in the toilet. This leads greatly into this week's theme. Oh my god, it fits so well. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about what you guys are talking about in toilet cubicles. Changing rooms, beer gardens, walks down the canal, steps when you're coming up from the tube. Oh yeah, underpasses, overpasses, <laughs> bridges, brunches, footpaths, <laughs> bottomless or others. We're talking about what you're talking about, Clara. I feel like this is going to be a very meaty episode given the topic. So mm-hmm. let's fly through our jetors and jetests. Yeah, what we're loving and hating from this week. Let's kick off with jetests. Okay, my test is plain and simple. I hate how quickly May goes. I feel like it's only just started. And And now it's gone. And I blinked and like in work and they're like, and the 24th. And then I was like, but it was only the 5th. Yeah. And it it dropped from me every year. That's so true. Because I was texting my friend Craig and we're meeting up next week. And he was like, sure, I'll see you for the gig. And I was like, that's not until next month. And he was like. It's on Tuesday. I was like, <gasps> I just thought I was like three or four weeks behind. In my mind, I'm still in April. A hundred percent. Like May just sort of drops on your doorstep and then it's gone. It's gone. It's um, like a quickie. Yeah, and I hate it because I really like May. Because mm, there's that pre-summer excitement. It's, oh, you can, it's, it's in your grasp. You've got loads like of plans. Yeah. There's energy everywhere. Mm. Just like there. Like there's loads of people having drinkies. I know. That's my test. Yeah, because this is our first Friday record and it's a sunny Friday. I know. I'm gasping for a drinky. Mm. Anyway, what's your test? My test. Oh yeah. <laughs> Consult your notes. My test is I I can't clean my pe- my runners. I have tried over and over. I only got them in November. And it's May. Okay, that's like, what, six months. They're white leather, but then they have this, like, vinyl patches on it. Mm-hmm. Are they your Leeson's? Yeah. And, like, the, the vinyl-y bits, are, they're kind of like a, pl- almost like a plastic. They've gotten dirty for whatever reason. And it's actually worse than suede, because they've, so the leather is white, but then I have these, like, big, like, grubby, brown, grubby bits on them. 
I have hand washed them. I have soaked them. They just went into the washing machine. In the leather. The leather's come out brighter than Tipex, but the, the rest of the dirty bit is still dirty and I can't clean them and now I need to get them new pair of shoes. Yeah, it's, it, I've never seen it on a shoe before and I just thought anything's better than suede and now I take that back. It's kind of like a weird, like, it's not, it's like a plastic canvas almost. It looks like almost like a, the sail of a boat. <laughs> Anyway, they're fucking oh, trash now. Oh, yeah, but I think if you, the only place you can keep white runners right, white, is if you live somewhere like California. Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day because I put Scotch Guard all over my new white shoes. Yeah. And like people were like, wow, your shoes are so clean. And I was like, keep it that way. There's always someone who spills. Mm, yeah. And I think maybe I'll just go back to having like darker shoes because it's just like, it's too much. Oh, I love a fresh pair of white. I know. Get them on eBay. Yeah, I just kind of thought that they do me a bit longer. Yeah, and then you feel dirty. And then it just it just grubbies up your look. It does. I already have a weird kind of like carpenter vibe going on in my fashion. And I don't need grubby pair of shoes. Oh, I, I feel like I'm wearing like a lot of baggy clothes. I look like an artist who's got, got a bit lost. And the grubby shoes really aren't helping. Through no fault of my own, by the way, I did a summer clear out when I had COVID over Christmas and I basically got rid of all of my summer clothes and now that the weather's getting good, I have nothing really to wear. So I'm wearing all these like baggy clothes and I just look very homemade or something. Like hemp. Could this girl live in a commune? We're not sure. And the other day, for reasons I won't go into, I was covered in a good bit of paint and I was walking around High Street and I was like, maybe people will think I'm like an artist. An artist. And I was like, I could come. I could get that. that for you. Thank you. Mix in with your like pasture gas vibe. You're kind of this like wise old man. Like wandering the beyond streets. your years <laughs> painting and then going party. Like if I was a man, I definitely have like a wispy beard. Oh yeah. Mm. And like smoking rollies. Totally. Yeah. And like a flavoured rum. Yes. And maybe a missing tooth. <laughs> a silver one. Oh, yeah. And like... A and lot always, of trinkety jewellery. And I'd always want someone to ask me about my, my trinkety jewellery and my, yeah. my silver tooth. Because like, it's Birkenstock season now, so that's only amplifying. You're such a Birky girl. I know. I'll wear them till October, as I've said before. I know so many Birky girls. They're great. And boys. Oh, I've seen so many boys wearing them. And ones you wouldn't expect. Mm. sort of the lads they're a great summer shoe though because I feel like a flip flop is so your foot is so exposed to the elements it's flapping all about it's uh, really bad because your feet are like clinging on clinging, but and also the base of it is like flapping either way you could hit the pavement at any moment I'm a slider girly I see that for you yeah Birkenstock I'll never I don't have a problem with them but they're not my forte they're not on brand for you maybe no they're not no they but definitely but they look good they definitely have like a gardener vibe to them. Totally. Mm. Sort of Mother Earth. Yeah. Basically my artist vibe. I love, what's your artist's name? Oh, I heard of someone who, I listened to this um, podcast. Uh, I have it. Oh, go on. Mother Pearl. Mother Pearl. Amazing. Mama Pearl? Mama Pearl. Mama Pearl. What if I was the man? And Papa you- Pearl. <laughs> I listened to this podcast on and off called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life and it's hosted by this like absolute Essex hon. Like, she is just living her best life like living she's kind of like Mrs. Hinch 
but with three kids under three, single mom, like is such a great businesswoman. Like she's unbelievable. She's like so open about like, you know, having like loads of hun- hunzo fun time with her friends. And one of her kids is called Bohemia. I'm like, I live for that. Children's names are like my favourite things to talk about. I was talking to a guy recently and um, I was saying like, I'd want my kids to have real, not wild names, but like different names. And he was like, I actually really like the name Mary for a girl. I think that's having a comeback. When you're picking a name (laughs) though and something like Bohemia is in the mix and Mary... I don't have a problem with the name Mary, but like... I know. But there was a girl on um, Love Island last year and she was... Oh, my God, she was oh Ma- Mary. And she was Mary. And I feel Boring like, as hell, though. I know. She looked like Perry from Little Mix. Oh, anyway, sorry. You're just testing your white runners. Oh, my God. How did we get here? Apologies. <laughs> my J'adore is... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just came back for a new season. Oh. We watched the first episode last night. It was everything I wanted and more. And you know when you're just something is starting and you're like, oh, I'm buzzing to see where this goes. And it's like fresh content. Oh, yeah. instead of the reruns. Yeah. Which are good. Which. But nice to have like. It's nice it looking at new content. Anyway, I'm buzzed right that. Buzz in. What's yours? Oh yeah. So my door is celebrity court cases. I feel like I've gotten a law degree after the last few weeks. It kicked off with... I had some serious catching up to do with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. I watched the live stuff. Oh, amazing. I was in a taxi and I was just watching, like, you know, the long clips where they're like yeah. 20 minutes. Oh. Objection, Your Honour, hearsay. Yeah. Objection, Your Honour, hearsay. Or then, would she not see one, one of the clips where he objected his own question? Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. And it's like Amber Heard's... <laughs> Amber Heard's... <laughs> Attorney objects his own question. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for her because her attorney, her her legal team are just the hanging woman. themselves out to dry. You brought some muffins. Mm. Yes, I brought muffins, <laughs> and you consumed the muffins with misheard. Correct. There were muffins. <laughs> she goes, "Can we stop talking about the muffins?" <laughs> Back to the muffins. <laughs> it's so good. It's just great. And then... It's calming. I was telling one of the girls, she was like, oh, I have nothing to... And I was like, watch that. I'm going to be firing out the podcast recommendations today. But there's... um, We'll put them in the the notes. Yeah. It was recommended to me by one of your sister's friends. There is a podcast called The Emily Show. And she's like this high-flying lawyer woman. And she goes through like loads like that this week's celebrity court cases and she kind of explains like the backstory so she does like the kardashians and the black china case but then she does like she's done like she's now doing a week by week analysis of the amber Heard and johnny depp so in like 45 minutes you get the whole week's goss and it's really good the emily show and um no, it's really good because she like breaks it all down. Dilates and condense. Yeah, and she'll, she'll explain it from a legal point of view but make it like palatable to a wider audience. Oh so it's my a good God, way. definitely listen yeah. to Yeah, so it's really good. I'm on like week two now, so I'm a bit of Well, did you see the judge was just like, I want to let you know that we said we'll be finished by, is it Memorial Day? Yeah. She was like, we are X amount way through and basically like we've gotten nowhere. And she's like, and we will be finished by Memorial Day. Yeah, because like six weeks is so long. It's not a murder trial. Well, it's like a mudslinging contest. It's mad that there's a jury on it, though. But you see, he's, they're all just laughing on his side. It's so yeah. funny. Like, they're having crack. Yeah. Did you see the bit when the her attorney is like, did I read that right? And he goes like, yes, you read that right. He's like, and what about this? Did I read that right? He's like, yes, you read it very well. 
so good. So I thought you read that perfectly, yes. <laughs> well done to you and your literacy. Oh, it's so funny. But the other one as well now, I'm like monkey barring between the two is Whack of the Christie. Well, this is what has brought yeah. on our topic this week. Mm, yeah. Which is Whack of the Christie <laughs> vibes. Just like girlies being the best detectives. But let's, because you're really well up on this. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think we need to go into the detail. But just like in a nutshell, it's Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy, two wags. Mm-hmm. Colleen Rooney Based. sent one of the most explosive Instagrams yeah. a few years ago saying that Rebecca Vardy was leaking her. Rebecca Vardy's account. It was dot, dot, dot. Rebecca Vardy's account. Mm-hmm. Leaking bits to the sun. Yeah, it's the Sun newspaper. So she was releasing stories to only Rebecca Vardy's account, and those like stories were making into the press. A sly fox being mm. like, I think it's her, and I'm gonna find out. Yeah, yeah. Or Can like you testing the planning. It took her five months. Oh my god, that is five months of saboteur. Yeah, but what I, what I love this whole scandal is just the most delicious piece of salacious gossip. That it's just every part of it is perfect. I, it, it couldn't get any better. It's, it's just the whole thing is so enthralling. And like, yes, it's two millionaires, a highly privileged white woman fighting over an Instagram post. But like every single detail and it's hooked. Like even the like the football fans, it's hooked everyone because I just think it's so it's dirty laundry. And it exposes like the underbelly of like ce- the celebrity world and how they all communicate with the paparazzi, how they sell photos, you know, what their relationships actually are like with each other. Yeah. So like, and there's such an argument to be made for like on Colleen's side that like Rebecca Vardy was like, was an open co- so you had like the wags of like Victoria Beckham Cheryl Cole can we just take a moment yeah, yeah. for the original wags yeah because wow mm. what I would have given to be a wag <laughs> of that era it was circa 2005-ish yeah that, the World Cup in Germany that one they were all wearing like denim hot pants with big chunky belts and like studded tank tops and like yeah. cowboy hats Oh my God. And then like the strings of blonde in their hair and the massive big can boobs. And like bug sunglasses. And a Von Dutch hat. <sighs> it's just amazing. It's oh naughty. my God. I think I would have been a really good wag. Mm. There's still a chance. I feel like they're... I just feel like, like no offence to any wags listening, but like you're just... Cheating is just part and parcel of being wag. You just have to I don't think that's that. their... I, that's I, the husband's fault though. Like, mm, as in if you love them, you love them. I'd say it's like 60% of cheating, if not 90 or something, I just feel like. Well, like women throw themselves at any sort of sports player. Mm. Obviously, I don't condone the men for doing it. Mm. But it's part and parcel. I think if you marry a footballer, you're... You're signing up for that. Mm. Yeah, that's really sad. Mm. Well, you see, but they build brands together. So, you know, they're stronger as a couple than they are. Yeah, and then didn't Wayne Rooney have like a real dip in his persona and that was him getting back on track? Oh yeah, like sure they've been together since Colleen was sixteen. Oh, like she was getting tracks. She was getting papped in her school uniform when they were got, when he made it big. He debuted at Manchester United when he was seventeen. She was sixteen. She was still in school, and she was. I remember seeing photos of her in her uniform, and then she got some acting job, and then kind of left school. And that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? And like she's ba- like they've been together since. Imagine someone then, papped you in your school uniform. Mm. Yeah, if you cast your mind back to like the iconicism of like the Cheryl Coles, the Victorias. Who's the other one? Abby Clancy. 
Oh, yeah. And your man, you know... Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. So, Rebecca Vardy, this is the picture that's being painted by Colleen's side, but, like, sees all this, and now she's entering. She's, like, a hostess. She meets Jamie Vardy. They get married. She sees that what wives are doing. Yeah. The massive fame and, like, household names that can become. So, like, it kind of seems like she wanted a piece of the action. A a couple more World Cups roll around. After that Germany World Cup in, like, the early noughties, Mm -hmm. and the fanfare, and all the, like, the front pages were covered with Victoria and Cheryl like laughing at this side of the pitch then after that all the English managers stopped wanting any of this wag paparazzi uh, paparazzi coverage because they were saying like the focus should be about England and about the the World Cup and the football that's actually being played not about what Victoria Beckham is wearing well I think that's completely subjective yeah exactly so then any of the kind of like the public outings that the wags would do were all not allowed it was all kind of, you have to do it in secret. You couldn't tell the paparazzi where you're going. You had to, it was like part of That's course. very controlling. Yeah, well, like what the manager says goes. So that whole kind of like focus on the wags was stopped by the England. Oh my management. God, I hate whoever did that. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. So then there's all, there's this thing where like, apparently Vardy was at a game. This is what Colleen Rooney side is saying. Vardy's at a game and she swaps seats with people. So she's sitting beso- behind Colleen because she knows that Colleen's going to get papped. And she is wants- she a wag at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love her toad and So she's trying to work her way into like this wag status and then being like wanting to get photoed near Colleen. So then it's, her photo gets taken and ultimately so there is an argument to be made for her like and then there's all these exposing text messages that have come out about Rebecca selling stories to various papers about like say Peter Andre and the size of his manhood is then it, it big or small? she compared it to a chipolata what's that? small small and his prowess in the bedroom apparently what does that mean? his prowess his, like, his appetite yeah or his, like his ability oh you know if you prowess like a like a lion would... Yeah, I thought like sexual prowess was like your like vibe in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it's muy mal. And then like... She's, I'd say he didn't see that coming. Yeah, and then there's all these stories but like on the wider thing there's all these stories that were like leaking to the press via Vardy of like Jamie Vardy's teammates and all this stuff. So it doesn't paint her in a great picture and now there's all this evidence that's missing. It's looking like it was Vardy's agent that was giving all the info to the press. And now her phone's fucking plopped in the North Sea and like a load of crucial evidence is missing. Like Jamie Vardy's text messages from that specific time are gone. There's a laptop that wasn't working. You know, there's all this stuff. But I think like Vardy saw this social status that comes. So it's obviously not about the money for Vardy. She's got, they've got loads of money, but it's about being as famous as you can be. And I'll give the son all these stories so they won't print anything bad about me. They'll paint me in a positive light and all this stuff. Okay. Why? Mm. But like, it is the story of the ages. I saw a quote there. What was it? It was really funny. I think it was from Gort. Mm. I think I sent it to you earlier. Like, I'd say the tea. Why they're not filming it is beyond me. I know. It would honestly, like that Love of Huns post, like be like the Wimbledon final. This is our World Cup. Oh my gosh. It's Rebecca Vardy. She goes, if I'm being honest, and then Colleen Rooney's lawyer says, I would hope you're being honest given you're sitting in a witness box at the high court. Under oath. What a vibe. A petition to get this filmed. Oh my God. So my friend Aaron has the perfect casting. So he's like, it needs to be like an ITV drama. Because ITV do do those reactive news stories. Or a Hulu. Yeah. So he thinks, um, he was saying Jodie Comer should play Colleen (gasps) and Michelle Keegan for Vardy. Oh my God. (laughs) 10 out of 10, everyone would watch that. 
<laughs> it, it's just... I have a producer friend who I am <laughs> taking notes for. Holy shit! If they could turn it around quickly as well. I know. So as soon as this, as soon as the trial is over, this they needs to come out in live September. performances day of. Yeah. After court, I would sit in a pub and watch that. Drink Aperol spritz or some rose. Yeah, that would be our World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh my god! That's well done, Aaron. Mm, well done. But I suppose look, we don't know which way the judge is gonna. It'll be. It's a very hard thing. The libel laws in the UK are really difficult, so it'll be. It's a very hard thing to prove. It's a defamation. She's saying her for. Yeah. So it's very hard to prove because of all this missing evidence, and it's like about three specific stories that the Instagram stories that were leaked. You know, about the the flooding, the flooding, and, stuff. and the Mexican gender choosing and all that stuff. So it's the law is very literal that you have to. Well, defamation those three in things. general is really difficult to prove. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see which way it goes because, like, I feel like the judge could sway. Look, we won't know, but all the evidence is kind of pointing to it. Could, now, it could lie with the agent, but, like, what hand Vardy had and because the agent could have just been the dog's well, let's body. let's call a spade a spade. It was, it was Rebecca Vardy giving the information. Like, to the agent, yeah. yeah. So, so, so she's trying to keep her hands clean, but... No. Your hands are dirty. Mm. Dirty There's like millions in, in legal fees. Like millions. In February, the legal fees were already 1.3 million. And that that was before it even ramped up. Mm. Oh my God. I can't wait to read up on that in the days. I haven't read up on it this week. Oh yes. Yeah. So actually... If you want to keep up with this case, there's... Keeping up with the case. Keeping up with, with the case. K. There's three different options, depending on how much time you have available. If you are a girly on the go and you just need bish, bosh, bosh. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Party of one. <laughs> there's a podcast called The Smart Seven. And just search smart number seven, Wagatha Christie, it'll come up. And they do day by day, course breakdown, seven minutes. That's it. Okay. And they talk to like Sky News people, bish, bash, bash. Okay. If you want a bit of a backstory and you've got a bit more time, the Guardian uh, Today in Focus has done one, a a two-parter. Okay. Explaining like how we got to this point. Oh, that's the one I want. And they'll more than likely do a one during the case or after. It feels like there there will be a follow. But if you really want to like sit down or go for like a really long walk and listen to like almost like a documentary of this is the lay of the land. This is the history of WAGs. So the first four episodes are like the history of WAGs and where Rebecca and Colleen Colleen like came up. This whole backstory. Then the next I think that's I think the first four or five are on the backstory and then now it's hit into so it's continued now with the trial I'm like touching so myself hearing it's this. doing like an episode per day of trial they're all between like 10 and 25 20 minutes like it's really sh- it's quite short but there's like say 8 or 9 episodes it's called It's dot 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 Wagatha Christie and it's on BBC Sounds thank you so much for those yeah, because so. I'm going to get into those because I just keep releasing the same thing but one thing I did want to do is I remember about the time when it said it's and then they were talking about Wagatha Christie which mm. I mean the most iconic phrase ever oh, to, so to take Agatha good. Christie and put wag at the front of it was some <laughs> genius and Ooh. I remember at the time going who coined that because they're not getting any attention yeah. and if I came up with Wagatha Christie you'd know about it yeah, yeah, yeah. so I just did some googling so it's on the Daily Mail so who really coined Wagatha Christie a comedian from Kent claims it was his finest moment first person to coin the phrase appeared to be comedian Dan Atkinson 
Okay. And he said it was his finest moment. I couldn't agree with you more. Oh, I feel like he should be really right. But like right no one handed. even knows who Dan is. <gasps> he misspelled it and it saw many overlook him as the creator of the phrase. How did he misspell Wagatha? I'm actually not really sure how you misspell Wagatha. Oh, he spelled it Wagatha instead oh, of Wagatha. That's not fair. Ah, uh, here. Oh, yeah, he did come up with it. I'd Wag- like to take a moment. Uh-huh. But, like, he just spelled it wrong. He spelled it W-A-G-A-G-T-H-A. Wagagatha. Yeah, but we know what he was saying. Mm, yeah, I'd like to take a moment for Dan Atkinson. Yeah. What you've done is... <laughs> no, seriously. Comedy, yeah. Golden. The, stuff like that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. It was such a storyline that would be on Agatha Christie. Like, it's so perfect. It's just I'm a funniest. lord. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But what brings us into what we're going to talk about now is I suppose through the passage of time, women, I think mostly, no, sorry, it's not mostly women, mm. but you're kind of born with this sort of sixth sense. Intuition. It's a woman's intuition. And not to say guys aren't, don't have it either, but there's something that a woman has to, to find out information mm. and to go looking, searching deep in the dark. <laughs> For info and figure stuff out, whether it's for her or for her friends. Yeah. And we've kind of looked back in time at like what our earliest touch points, would you say, of them mm. are and how they've developed. And then some juicy, salacious stories. The detective skills, this like natural ability of all women to discover things from out of thin air started off like I think it's progressed so much with technology. Obviously, it's quite easy now to find people online because everyone has like a digital footprint but like back in the day there was three-way calling a la like mean girls that you could say this we used to do this in school so like you'd ring your crush's house phone and then the girl who you were talking about would be on the other line so like i had it before that we had you ring your crushes so we we did this exact thing right i really fancied this guy when i was like 13 let's call him dave i really fancied dave and my friend Jane rings Dave's house phone. But meanwhile, I'm like breathing down the other line, sitting in my phone, sitting in my home. And I, she'd be like chatting away to him. And, and then, then be like, do you like Clara? Do you like Clara? Blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, what do you think of her? And then I used to get, I would hear what he said. What would he say? Luckily, he said nice things, but like, that's so that's risky. That's playing with fire at 13. Yeah, it was thrilling. I was just like too shy to speak to him. Oh God, I never did that. It's like, it's like the mean girls thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But girls 
We definitely did it with girls. Yeah. You I know, think. when you'd be like, oh, she's so annoying. Mm. Or something like, everyone did that. Or, or even in like a friendly way, you could have a three-way call. I love that. Oh my God, we never had that. Interesting. Mm. One thing though, my friends and I were very into circa, I would say sort of 11 to pushing 14, mm. was getting into people's voicemails. Yeah, when you said this, I was like, I've never, oh my God, yes. Because I think from memory, the password... The default password was zero, 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 zero. Mm. And then you could get into someone's voicemail. But I think our objective was to change their outgoing message. So not like in news of the world, I need <laughs> detective no. skills. So it wouldn't be like, oh, we, why would we want to listen to someone else's voicemail? But I think we changed. I'm actually afraid of getting in trouble here. We changed. Uh, we changed like a very professional man's voicemail. Like, he's very prominent. <laughs> like, would people know who he is? They won't know his name, but, like, what he's done in a specific industry is quite fantastic. And we knew him in a different respect. And we had his number and we changed <laughs> his message. So, like, if you called I him... I was like, hi, sorry, Mr. Cole. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, it's Sophie, blah, blah, blah. We changed it. To what? <laughs> we had to, like, we imitated him because he had kind of, like, a nasally vibe. And we were like... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we just pretended to be him and oh my god it's actually so bad but I remember someone like a year later being like you know he actually did the first successful mm, surgery in Ireland for something and we were like well I hacked his voicemail <laughs> yeah but I, but I hacked his voicemail like how awful beat that <laughs> yeah <laughs> our outgoing message was like huh, let's say his name is Paul <laughs> It's always an apostle's name. <laughs> we were like, now he doesn't talk like this, but he's kind of did. Mm. And we were like, hi, this is Paul. Sorry, I can't get to the phone right now. I'm making some jab sandwiches. <laughs> Please leave a message. Like, and we did, we were like, we're comedy geniuses. How old are you? Eleven? Or what? Pushing. I'd say we were twelve or thirteen. <laughs> I'd say we were thirteen. But like the thrill. Jobs. We are making job sandwiches. <laughs> I think it was me who did it as well. I actually kind of have the fear, but like it was 25 years ago, so whatever. Sorry, Paul. Terribly sorry, Paul. But I heard you're doing really well, to be so fair. Delighted. Yeah. But um, we did a lot of that stuff, a lot of changing, yeah, changing passwords. Facebook message, I think, felt came on after that, because obviously, oh, sorry, but we have to go back to the texting did we text people about each other? Yeah, we definitely did. So you're in this thing where you're talking about someone and then you end up texting. Your brain <laughs> and your fingers aren't working together. Mm-mm-mm. So you're saying something. It's honestly... Do you remember I told you I did that to that guy I was going on a few dates with? Oh, yeah. But the luxury of new age WhatsApp meant I could delete it. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I've done that definitely. Like, I think everyone's done a It's worry. so mindless. But it's so upsetting on all mm, accounts yeah. to see... To send it and then be like, oh, fuck. In any instant, like, if you were in a surprise, Mm. it's actually the worst feeling. And then obviously receiving it isn't nice either. I think we... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've heard. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. But, like, it's obviously not a nice feeling. But Mm. then I think it moved on to, like, when Facebook Messenger kind of took over texting. And then WhatsApp became a thing. But, like, Facebook Messenger, I remember... It, what, Facebook Messenger was a, was basically WhatsApp before it wasn't it I think, yeah, it was like how yeah. loads of people would communicate I was travelling and I was with this guy 
when we were traveling we had this like thing it was it was quite strange anyway i won't i won't uh, i won't get into it but one of the girls messaged me instead of messaging one of the other girls about me and and the guy and was like they're definitely lying they i don't know what she said and she sent it to me and it was kind of towards the end of the trip and like it was blatant it was about me it wasn't me no. but well she sent it to me but still she doesn't know oh but she God. sent it to me but i remember Did she acknowledged that she sent it no 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 but she definitely knows i don't think i'd acknowledge it either i'd be like let's just brush that under the rug but i remember yeah. being like that's absolutely hilarious she sent me a message about me actually it wasn't the nicest message it was like there yeah, yeah it was like, like kind of accusing about, us yeah but how'd you go about acknowledging and be like hey sorry oh, no. that wasn't meant to be for you i've done that in a group though and i forgot how big the group was i was talking about other people and i forgot that their friend was in the group oh well, we've all been there yeah and then and they she like, was like you know that's you my friend Ugh. the people who i was talking about were absolute scrubs like they come to parties and like effectively rob people scrubs like they take your I love that term you'd see them say I would uh, like drink Bummer's Light and I'd be the only one at the party drinking Bummer's Light or if I was in England obviously it would have been strong by Rosé um, shout out <laughs> shout out oh sorry my uh, best friend Nikki touched down in the UK she lives in Dubai she's here with little baby Ted and she sent me a photo just like my first strong by Rosé it looks so beautiful in the sunshine filled with ice I'm like oh are you going to see her yeah next uh, oh, so and baby Ted baby Ted so cute. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. So be at the party and then you'd be like, oh, I'm the only one drinking the Bummer's Light. And then they, they'd just be sitting there with these cans of... Girlies. Bummer's Light. Yeah. And then like with like cigarettes and stuff, we saw one of them had like a, their handbag kind of popped open and there was four or five boxes of smokes. It was like, I know we're all students here, but like... That's, Don't be such a scroll. There's like 15 people at this party. So I, I, I made some comments, some reference to them robbing people. And then I forgot that their like best friend was in the group. And I was like, oof. Well, whoops! We had a. And I, oh, do you know what I said? So, so, so much. So I was. These like, are making me sweaty. I went into like absolute meltdown, being like, "Oh my god!" Because the friend had responded, and the friend was like, "Oh, well, like, what do you mean, or whatever?" And then the girls were like, "No, no, you need to, get, you need to get ahead of the story." So, like, <laughs> oh no, no, no! What I meant was basically the girls were related, and I then came up with this like counter story of these other two girls who fictional. Are, no, no, no. These, these other two girls' sisters that I know. Existing. Existing. And I kind of created this faux plot in which... Strong this, work, Wagatha. This girl. So I was like, oh, no, I was actually talking about these two sisters because one of them scored the guy who I was scoring. And that's all fabricated scrubs. All fabricated. And I was like, oh, no, it was like something. And then trying to put her off the scent. Whether she bought it or not, I'm sure she didn't, but... You know, when you do that and you're like, Charlotte's, I think they bought it. Yeah, Charlotte's Web. And then, then I had to get all the girls on board. And I was like, if she asks you about the sisters, it's because of this made up story. It has nothing to do with the scrubs who rob everyone. One of my friends got into awful hassle. In a nutshell, she <laughs> got not torn apart. What's that where you get lost from other people? Misled. She got, you know she when you're like with a group of people and then you lose them? Broke apart from the group. She broke apart from the group. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things. Anyway, she got led astray. And she, her phone had gotten stolen that night. So she was with Subject A. And Subject A had his phone. Mm-hmm. You know, you still can't log into WhatsApp. So the best thing was to log into Facebook. 
Yeah. So she took his phone and logged into Facebook. And then she had like her, you know, the way you had all like your girls' groups and stuff on there. It was like WhatsApp groups yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, she wrote in there, like, I'm okay, I lost grand, my phone. Whatever. Down the line, it turned out your man had screenshotted their girly conversations and shared them with the people. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd love to out him here, but I won't. So she obviously didn't log out or was like staying no, logged she in. she forgot like. And he went and strategically read through stuff and like got people into trouble like. And that's really not nice. What a nasty piece of work. Yeah. That is insane. Oh, not to say this isn't using it for good. No, they, no, no. This sort of detective work is to weed out weasels. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, as in, you know, if you need to, if you need to do your business to call out a weasel, you one must. One must. On the flip side of using these detective skills for good, I once was in coppers and scored a guy who was in a boy band. That hair flick was amazing. <laughs> a Louis Walsh endorsed boy band. Are you going to tell me who it was? It, no, it wasn't Westlife. No, actually, the they never really made it to fruition. <laughs> they didn't really surface, yeah, they, but he was signed. <laughs> yeah, he was signed. But they, like, they, I think they released, like, one single. What I, was he wearing? Like, why didn't he This else? was like, no, no. This was like in... Parachute pants? This was like, I don't know, 2014. This was ages ago. Maybe a leather. Yeah, it was definitely, sorry, leather jacket and jeans and probably, like, a plaid shirt. Like. And, like, a boot. Yeah. It was, do you remember that band, like, D-Side? Like, Singing that Irish... Here in the real world, I am lost without you. No. Anyway, he was like in a band like that was coming up after D side. They never, they, yeah, they never made it to like the light of day. But score to him anyway. We went back to like an after party or something, and anyway, we were in the taxi, and he put on the song and started dancing in the front seat. It was amazing. That's it was exquisite. Just, it was so good. I look back and laugh at that memory all the time. But anyway, we left the after party, blah blah, and then it was you know you're kind of like I'll probably like never see you again. What do we do when we get get home? It's like stretch the fingers out. We can find this guy. <laughs> And within like 15 minutes, we had like his whole social media, all of his like Wikipedia, everything was amazing. But then like once you reach that point, you're like, what do I do 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 with this this information? See, if you had something on him, if you found it, he had a girlfriend or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's great work. Mm. But like, you know, like if you ever find, meet someone on online, you can literally pull up all their information so fast. I got one hot tip that someone does is like they check their LinkedIn I've heard this and that is a dangerous game because you can see it's like X viewed your profile. Yeah, but like I have LinkedIn and I don't see who's viewed mine. I think you now need to pay for that. I think when you premium stuff, but sometimes you'll get a thing being like blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't risk that person. No, no. It's so formal. If you got caught, they'd be like, sorry, why were you checking out my CV? Why were you looking at my bachelor's degree? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been hugely... I'd be more into the celeb goss side of things, I think. Or like, you know, if someone's like, have they broken up or something? Like anyone mm. can find that out. I think Instagram is much harder to find people now because you can like say with people who are like teachers or don't want to be found by work people, they'll have like different usernames and their name won't be their name. Yeah. So it's actually quite hard to find people. When I first started squaring Mick, my boyfriend, I couldn't find him on Instagram for love nor money and he has like a name that like loads of people have like Michael you know that's like half the population asshole asshole (laughs) and then he obviously his username is he doesn't want like letters yeah it's just a bunch of letters well when I was out recently in the bar that should not be named in Soho 
this guy was talking to me and he was like, he was Canadian. And he was like, oh, like, do you want to exchange digits? Like, I'd love to take you out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Grant. And then he took out his phone and then showed me this screen. And it was his full name, his picture, his email, his phone number, his Instagram, his Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> LinkedIn, all on this thing. And there was a QR code and I could scan it and have all his information on my phone. Oh my, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, it's my information. And I was like, don't, don't be giving that out. What's wrong with it's you? Like identity theft is a thing. But also like, Ew. do you want someone you potentially want to score or have your like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, no, no. The, no, the fun is in the chase. Find Safe out all to that say info. he did not get a message back. No. <laughs> but I do love Canadians. I think as well though, in this day and age of all like Apple products and your Macs, etc. and your iPhones, that <laughs> bloody cloud. You know, just a word of warning to be careful with your accounts. Mm. I heard a story when I was going around doing my research and this guy, you know, you have your iPad and your television and your phone and stuff. And I think they were playing something off the iPad to the screen. Mm. and he was with his girlfriend in his apartment and he went to the bathroom and the next thing up on the TV, you know, where you get the little notification drop down on your iPad or your iPhone. Mm. It was from a girl and I was like, is she is she still there? <gasps> so you're not even snooping. It's just coming. No, it just came you. up and he was in the bathroom. Oh my God. Is she still there? About his girlfriend. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. I was going to say, so like disconnect your devices to one another, but that loser deserved to get called out. What are the chances he goes to the loo that's at that the time? the point. God, dumb, dumb. Don't do the keychain. Or maybe just don't you know maybe. your girlfriend. <laughs> this does all kind of come, the cheating is like at the end of this tunnel, I feel. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. So I have to play this TikTok. I found this TikTok of this girl. I need and, to get a TikTok. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yes. Okay, so I found this clip of this girl Girl called Chloe Powell too and the, <laughs> the comment is MI5 or the FBI please employ her and here's what this girl did really to find out about her boyfriend cheating on her I went on Instagram and I went on location tag I te- went I searched the place where he was at then I went on every girl's profile that was had tagged that place went on their stories viewed everyone's stories and then I screen recorded the videos and then slowed the video down to see if I could see him in the background I caught him. <laughs> That's how she caught him. She <laughs> what? What she, she was he scoring someone in the video? She was on a date with another girl. So he she went to the restaurant. No, I don't even think that's that crazy. I mean, the yeah. slowing the video down, correct? To see if they could see him in the background. So every single restaurant tag from that night, she screen recorded every single story, slow them all down yeah, sorry, so she could much. have proof that he was there. But so basically like the CCTV back. on social media. And she and she called him out. I love her. Yeah, we're like, Queen. I kind of wish I did stuff like that. Like well, those women are always helped society. Mm, you yeah. know, there's that friend you have, and you're like, I need to find this out. Yeah, every friendship group has one of yeah. being like, Hey, I need to, I need to give you another case. How's your caseload? Yeah, like I have an urgent case. And yeah, like, you need to, <laughs> to crack it. You need to open the filing cabinet and crack it now. Yeah, and she's literally got the like pencil behind her ear. Yeah, and she's like, Book him. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> She's and there's like, so many cigarettes in a dark room. Yeah, 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 and yeah. One single lamp. <laughs> you were aware. <laughs> I, or, or you know, the cigarette just hanging out the mouth, yeah. like a dry lip. You said yeah. you were aware. Okay, the glasses go up the nose. The fingers. What's his turn. name? Nijinsky. 
Well, I think, speaking of cheating, like, I think a great way to end this whole detective... Special. This whole PI special <laughs> was a case that I've known for a while now, but it's still, it still haunts me. So, Geraldine was going out with Finn for, like, three years. And... He was a bit sloppy and like he would kind of fuck up, but nothing sinister. He was just like mm-hmm. get a bit drunk and stuff. So no one suspected anything. And so then one day Geraldine was in work and Finn had been on a weekend away mm. not too long ago. And a girl in Geraldine's workplace, let's call her Sarah, who they weren't really friends. They just kind of knew of one another. She came up and was like, Geraldine, I need to talk to you. And this is like, I think first thing on a Monday morning, I want to say, or Tuesday. And so Geraldine and Sarah like go into the kitchen or wherever. And she's like, I've just figured something out. And Finn is is cheating on you, has cheated on you with my friend. And there was no connection. So Finn had gone on a trip for the weekend. He had gotten with this girl, let's call her Subject X. Mm. And... There was no connection with the two of them. Subject X told her friend about what had happened with Finn. Mm -hmm. Sarah was then talking to this other girl. This other girl lives in a different country. There's no connection. And Sarah in her head was like, and that was then. And I think that was added up in her head. She was the Wagatha. She was the Wagatha. And she came in to Geraldine and she said, I need to talk to you. Someone needs to be exposed. That's Finn. And she exposed the full cheating scandal. Wow. And no one else would have figured that out. There was no connection. There was not one ounce of a connection. that, it, And it was separate cities. And like it wasn't one of those things like, oh, Dublin's so small. And the community wasn't like that. Like it never would have gotten figured out, I don't think. Oh my God. And then Geraldine and Finn broke up immediately. Oh, Geraldine kicked Finn's ass to the curb. Um, Good. You know, he's a loser. <laughs> what a loser I was telling someone this story and they were like you know what I would say to Finn if I saw him like you know mm. when Charlotte and Sex yes, City goes yes. you know what I'd say I'd curse the day you were born and she was like you know what I'd say to Finn and I was like yeah why, what would you say and she was like you're disgusting mm. and I was like yeah and then she was like that's like the worst thing to be called and then I was thinking I was like fuck it is mm. so you know what Finn you're disgusting. You're disgusting. Oh, I'd love if Finn listened. We, we uh, that's actually often been a conversation with me and the girls. Like, what's the worst thing you could t- say to someone? You're disgusting is pretty and awful. Jess's is, is, she thought about it for like a really long time. And she was like, I hate your guts. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, and we, everyone obviously laughed. She was like, well, no, like imagine someone hating every single part of you, including your guts. Like they hate you that much. It reminds me, you know, dear Darla, you make me vomit. You're the scum between my toes. Dear Darla. I hate your guts. It reminds me of that. But fuck you, Finn, you loser. Fuck you, Finn. And look at Geraldine now. Yeah. Prick. (laughs) Hats off to Wagatha Sarah. Um, I would question her timing. Don't do it first thing in the day in the office. Yeah, true. Yeah, but... Yeah, the t- the timing... Her wag at the timing was shocking. Yeah. And her she, delivery. Yeah, but maybe it was just like on her chest. She wasn't thinking clearly. No, first thing on a morning. Yeah, that's kind of, you've ruined your work day. Like, I'm sure Geraldine did no work that day. Of course Geraldine did no work. Finn never did any work because he's really stupid. Mm. God, I hate Finn. 
I hate Finn. <laughs> I am dying to see Finn again and I'll never see him. Oh, he'll never get his comeuppance. I suppose m- the moral of the whole tale is don't cheat. Don't be a prick because it'll all be, you'll get caught. There's a band of Wagathas out there ready to pounce. There is a community of Wagathas waiting to slap your sorry ass. Be careful what you do in any respect, in friendships, in people are watching. Eyeballs are on you. Wagathas only around the corner. Yeah. Like everyone's like a secret. Everyone has a Wagatha. Yeah. And we're all like in varying degrees. Obviously each. There's a spectrum of Wagathas. Sorry, side note, you know, when I said, don't lie, like, if you have to lie, you know that quote in Hitch, if you must cheat, uh, cheat death. If oh, you yeah. Must, you know, it's really cringy. I was out with a guy a while ago and he knew that whole speech. Oh, my God. He took the time to learn it. It was almost good. Oh, my God, look it up. Sorry, I love Hitch, but now I think it's, I don't know. If... I, well, I mean, Willie's different. Hitch. Oh, well, I do it in my acting voice. Yeah, and also, the, so the, can this be our closing statements? Yeah, these are our closing statements for the jury. <laughs> to, be, to be read out of the wag of the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So closing statements, here we go. Never lie, steal, cheat, or drink. But if you must lie, lie in the arms of the one you love. If you must steal, steal away from bad company. If you must cheat, cheat death. And if you must drink, drink in the moments that take your breath away. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew the whole and thing. Scene. Thank you for your time, Your Honour. <laughs> he knew that whole thing. Actually quite great to be fair. Thank you so much for listening to our <laughs> PI investigation work. We're available for hire, so, you know, hit I us know up. some Wagathas that, honestly, if people are listening and need someone to solve something, I mm. have many on a speed dial. Yeah. I'm not joking. And Only for girly help. Of course. And please, please, please keep sending me Wagatha memes. Please, so you can get... And Sophie, I assume you want them as well. I at Soph underscore Lions and at Classy Cabana. I've already received numerous ones and each one is better than the next. I'm dying to catch up on yeah. the bag of the box. Shout out to Craig who sent me a good few. I showed you that one. It's like me on my personal mission to no, go to the North Sea. <laughs> what are they up to now? <laughs> Wait, there's one where it's like me on a personal mission to recover the phone from the North Sea and it's your one cat from EastEnders being rescued at sea. And then the other one is... <sighs> a woman and she's just eye rolling to like herself basically it's like wait really <laughs> Jamie Vardy acknowledging each other like, oh, here they are again oh. that's our favourite one thank you so much for listening thank you for passing on to your friends thank you for everyone who's been sending us our Acast ads woo yeah keep an eye on it it's on all the virtual media channels for the rest of May what's almost, left of May I almost fell over when I saw it on in someone's gym yeah the gym shout out to my sweetheart who sent that to me I love you Dara oh what a cutie I'm so in love with you <laughs> I actually am <laughs> call me text me back okay <laughs> thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you soon dot 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 the end 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 